I am Bams, and I am your storyteller, and I am joined by my wonderful cast. I'm Jupiter, and I play Missy, forever teen, misunderstood, emo. Hi, I'm Oz. I play Arthur Subchak, the Nosferatu. <laughs> I'm Tom, and I play Jimmy, the best Toreador from the 80s. And hi, I'm Super Cookie. I am playing Coco. camera opens up as Coco and Carol begin to walk into the mall down that initial hallway with a few closed storefronts on it as she's following you having completed her phone call and just back into the the mall so did you want to see some of the stuff that I've been working on lately um, it, it's not a lot I don't really have like a good studio setup right now but i do have like a little space in this forever 21 down here she gets a look where it's like oh my poor child sure let's go see what you've been working on i know it's not much it's really not much to look at but i do plan on just like beautifying this space a little bit i mean something has to happen around here right would be nice yeah, the first time I saw this piece, I was, like, ill. And then the second time, I was also, like, ill. <laughs> she follows you. She is typing away on her phone as she does. We are brought into the Forever 21. What kind of changes and other things have we made to this since the last time we have seen it? Well, you'll remember that I had covered the walls with that like brown paper and there's sketches all over on them. Um, you can tell that it's going to be a giant mural inside and some of the places I've already started to paint. Uh, so, you know, the one whole wall on the right is, you know, pretty well covered in paint. It's not done. I'm just like doing an explain like it's not done yet. This is kind of my vision for this space. Really, it was just to have some privacy um, because like all those people are weird and I'm kind of like stuck here. So, you know, I'm not allowed to leave, like kind of pick up my my leg because I still haven't taken my hands out of my pocket either. Still kind of just doing like a hide and like a... String, I guess, with like my body as opposed to my hands. So it's probably starting to look kind of awkward. Just doing a bunch of like high kicks to like right here and right there. I mean, maybe not high kicks, but just like, you know, with the shoulder, like on this side over here, you know. She has definitely picked up on your awkward actions that you are performing and is like, hmm. When you get to the painting that Jimmy altered, embellished, improved. Do you have anything to say about that, or have you hidden that one away? That painting has a giant hole in it, like someone punched it, and it's on the ground. Is it like face down on the ground, or just sitting on the floor? I punched it. And it was on my easel. My whole easel fell down. My easel is back 
up, but then I kicked it like out of the way. You know what I mean? Like, fuck that thing. Basically, it's trash. I treated it like I would treat trash. She'll bend over and pick that canvas up with the hole in it and look at it, holding it up like in front of her. And then she'll shift it so where she's looking through the hole at you gives you a little smile and says, what happened here? Um, honestly, I, I'd rather not talk about it. Probably it's probably better. It, 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 that one's just trash. I don't like it anymore. She shifts the hole down to your hoodie pockets and says something to do with that. Yes. Well, okay. Like, I know I can trust you because we're friends, right? Of course. Well, stupid Jimmy, he put paint. He touched my painting. He put paint on my art and he's a jerk. So, yeah, he did all of this. And now I can't go out and just kind of like peel my left hand out just a little bit so that you can just see all that nasty hair and skin change on the back of my hand. And this is what happened. And I just put it back in. She looks at it and you can see her open, not quite revulsion, but disgust of it. Like, well, I suppose that that confirms some things. You said this was Jimmy's fault? Jimmy is such a good boy most times. Um, no, he's kind of a jerk. Um, at least he's been like a total jerk to me, um, ever. Like, forever. Like, I can't do anything right, and I, I don't know why. Do you want me to have a little talk with him? If you think it will help, because he's just so mean to me. And he tried to beat me up. Like, it's just, it sucks. I don't like it here. I wish that he would be just a little bit more understanding of what the hell I'm going through. Okay. Like, it's just, he's rude. It's just rude. It's very, very rude. She puts the painting down and smiles at you with a little playfulness to the smile. And she says, it's been a long time since Jimmy had to to learn the basics and starting over. He's he probably forgets what it's like. Yeah, but like you're so sweet and normal and like he's just mean. Like I don't I I think maybe he's just I mean I I used to think he was cool, like cuz he's kind of cool, but like I, I I don't know. Do you have any advice? Like, I, I don't want to have everybody fight my battles for me all the time. Like, I know I should do it myself. Like, how do you deal with him? How are you guys so close? Oh, well, Jimmy is mine. What do you mean Jimmy is yours? Like, he lives here. Doesn't he, like, isn't he, like, belong to art or whatever, like I do, basically? No, no. Uh, is there some place to sit in your little... Forever 21. I mean, there's like empty crates and stuff that I have like upside down. I don't really have anything comfortable. Probably a plastic chair or two. Is it cushioned or is it just like one of those hard plastic folding chairs they sit out in lawns at big events? 
whatever I was able to scramble up around the mall. Gotcha. So it's probably one of those shitty ones. She'll look around at your crates and boxes and the one chair in here that's probably sitting in front of the easel, maybe what you sit on to to do some of your art. And she gives it a, a long, well, not heartbeat, because your heart doesn't beat anymore. But as though she was going to look to sit down, but decided that all of your offerings of seating were not to her standards. She says, years ago, I was the one that made him kindred. Wow, so you're, he's like from the 80s. It's gross. So you're, you're even older than he is? I don't believe that. Like, you look so good, girl. Well, and she does a little spin. When you are made, that is who you are forever. Yeah, I get that. I'm just... I guess I'm just really glad to have met you because you're just so fabulous and I'm glad that you're fabulous. Like everyone around here is kind of crazy or dirty or art. I mean, he's like nice, but like, I don't know, there's something going on with him. Like his skin and stuff. Like I feel bad. She motions to your hoodie pockets where your hands are. You will come to learn that all of us have our own little semi-unique flavors. Different things that influence who we are as a kindred. And she motions again to your hands. That is indicative of who you are. And art in all of his beauty is indicative of who he is. You will also come to find that the Nosferatu, for what usefulness that they may be, are always out for the Nosferatu. Yeah, I keep hearing that a lot. Like, every everybody's out for themselves and stuff. So, honestly, I feel like now I should probably, like, ask you, like, why, why are you even helping me? Like, what's your motive, right? She motions to the art around you. I am of the Toreidor clan. And those of my clan... Enjoy art. I'm sure you know some of my history, or the history that is put out there of being also into street art before making it big and all of that. So perhaps I saw you as a kindred spirit, not a... She does that thing with her hand where she just kind of like rolls her fingers around and shifts her weight a little bit to like, you know what I mean, but not... Kindred, but kindred spirit, where you also were into street art and making a name in that way. And I saw some some relations there. You will come to find as years turn into decades and decades turn into centuries that you need to find hobbies and things to keep yourself entertained. So I'm like a hobby to you? I mean, that that doesn't make me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. You'll understand it one day, or one night as the case may be. But I had interest in seeing where your future went, and that is why that is why we had those meetings, to see where things would take us and to see what possibilities were in the future, and maybe one day, years from now, 
I would have done for you what I did for Jimmy. Coco just doesn't really know how to take all of that. So she kind of stands there just like visibly confused and looking around just at her art. Cause every time she feels uncomfortable, she kind of wants to push herself back into that comfort zone and is definitely thinking of how she can change the subject to something more sweet. Um, I, I do want to, um, want to ask you about, um, art, the, the Nosferatu. Um, like, have you guys known each other for a long time? We have not always the best of relationships, but we could say casual work friends. Sure, we might disagree on some things, but sometimes you are first to work with people you don't like. How come you how come you think that art's gonna let me down? He is Nosferatu. At some point he is going to do something in his own interests that are not necessarily in your interests. For example, I'm willing to bet that he has cameras all over this place. Ew, I didn't even think about that. Like, I hope he's not watching me, like, while I get dressed and undressed. That would be disgusting. (laughs) She gives a... (laughs) That kind of, like, mother-to-child look. Oh, Oh, honey. You will come to find, as your nights go on, that those primal urges that you once had as a mortal aren't nearly as important. Yeah, but still, like, if he sold that on the internet, like, that could be, like, how he makes his money. Ew. I have friends that have, like, you know, sold, like, worse pictures and stuff, and even, like, socks or panties. Ew. But, like, they made money, so, like, whatever, I guess. I can put your little mind at ease to let you know that if he's selling pictures online of another kindred, he's going to have much bigger problems. Okay. All right. Cool. You would tell me, though, right? Like, if you know, you would definitely tell me. How he makes his money or how, what pictures of you showed up? Yeah. If he was selling pictures of me, Ovs. I can promise that if that were to happen, that you would. Find out. As she is saying this to you, the the fact that you would find out that you would find out about these pictures that were being sold. There's that sensation you had earlier where you hear her voice say, you could always take the pictures yourself and sell them under his accounts. You feel something rise up inside you, that same kind of something that you felt when you got really angry and were fighting Jimmy. It's a little slower to come to the forefront of your mind in this moment than what it was earlier. Her phone goes off. It makes a little binging sound. You would probably notice that it's the, the default for her iPhone or her Android or whatever it has. Like, ah, they're here. Who's here? 
someone to fix your little your little problem. Um, I, I, obviously, I can't really um, enter in here. Should we, should we go outside, or I mean, do you think it's okay? Like, I mean, there's no place to really sit. We can go down to Jimmy's little food court, and she taps away on her phone. And I walk off following her. I am so excited to get this thing off. Like, I'm basically skipping with my hands in my pocket. She sits down there at one of the tables with a couple of chairs. There is a guy that comes down there. He is wearing a policeman's uniform, and he has a young woman about your age with him. He becomes very deferential to Carol, and she is also sitting there kind of nervously. This is Officer Stevens. I got a phone call about a house arrest. Um, hi. Yeah, that's that's me. Uh, can I, uh, any motions down to your foot? Yeah, I just, you know, turn the ankle and lift the foot. Plop it up on that chair. He pulls another chair over and does that thing where he sits with your foot between his knees. He looks at it. He pulls out a little, like, almost cigarette case of tools, little screwdrivers and stuff. The girl is motioned to come over, and she pulls another chair, and she puts her foot up right next to yours. And as he unclicks it, he clicks it onto hers, does a few other things. He takes a a big round tube about the size of like a number 10 can, probably actually made out of a number 10 can that has some thin mesh that is wrapped around it, and then a layer of aluminum foil, and then another. And he slips that over your foot and ankle, which he then takes the thing off and then puts it on her foot and ankle and reattaches it. And then takes his weird tube away and like, well, that's, that's that. Carol gives him a big smile. It's like, oh, thank you, officer. This is just, just going to make the rest of my night a lot better. And he could practically melt at her words of praise. You can see it. He gets a little flustered. He blushes. It's like, ah, is there, is there anything else I can I can do for you? Scratches at the back of his neck, paces from one foot to the other nervously. And then she's like, no, that's that's all I need. Thank you very much. And he's like, well, oh. Thank you, thank you. Oh, I am so, so, so happy to have that thing off. Is there anything I can do for you? He pauses for a moment and then looks at Carol. And she waves like, it's like, no, uh, Miss Jackson has everything taken care of that I need. And then he awkwardly turns and, like, walks away. The three of you are sitting there. And you would maybe not necessarily recognize this woman, this young lady, and I think it's more appropriate. But you recognize her look. She has, like, track marks on her arm. She's a little malnourished, and her clothes definitely have that drug addict chic to them. My mouth is like, I mean, does a vampire's mouth water? But that's that's what it would be doing, like staring at druggies too over here. You probably don't like salivate like, you know, normal people do because you don't really produce saliva the same way. But maybe that 
that beast inside you, that supernatural force that you felt earlier, is like, well, I could eat. Yeah. Um. Hi, hi, sweetie. Uh, what is your name? Uh, Summer. Oh my god, that's like my favorite season. Stop. She looks nervously between you and Carol. It's fine, honey. You're just going to be staying here for a little while until we get the okay that it's fine for that to come off. She gives a little nod. And in exchange, I'm sure that, well, my good friend Coco here can give you what you need. I mean, that's only fair, right? Like, you're doing such a huge favor for me. Like, I can totally do a favor for you. Like, I mean, what what do you need? Because you look like you need something right now. Like. Do you need like something to drink or like like some something to not drink? As you're mentioning the idea of like, you know, what you need, she reaches her one arm up and is rubbing at her neck right where that artery is. That artery that carries all of that delicious blood. Totally going to get her high. And then you say something to drink and her eyes, her pupils do that big dilation of like, and she gets this look and then looks to Carol and Carol nods. Carol looks to you and says, let's go someplace more private. Yeah. Come check out my forever 21. It's like not much or whatever, but summer you're going to like, you'll like it. Like it's kind of artsy or whatever. She's like, yeah, I, I love art. You guys walk and Carol walks Behind the two of you, the two of you are going off. You can hear her tap, 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 tap on her phone. You guys get back to the Forever 21. And as it's in the colder months of November up in Maine, summer is a little bundled up in jackets and hoodies. And as you get into your little private area of the Forever 21, she starts taking off the top layers, the jacket, the hoodie, getting down to just a a simple t-shirt and more casual clothes. And then she looks at you with big doe eyes, and she is almost pleading for something, but she hasn't actually asked for it. So, like, um, I don't know what I, I don't even... Did my old clothes get trashed? Because I probably would have had drugs, like, in the pockets of, like, my original clothing. But I don't think I've, like, gathered anything since then, right? Those drugs are gone because Missy took them. Bitch! I remember her going through your stuff. Like, Art had your wallet and was going through your IDs and things. Like, yeah, you would have had drugs, but... They took it from you, unless you had some stashed in some of the things they brought you from your apartment. Uh, that's a good idea. I don't know. Like drug addicts, we tend to like squirrel things away sometimes. So, no, sorry. Either they didn't grab the right stuff from your apartment that was, you know, hiding, but you're dry. Um. So, some don't thing around here. Like, what do you? really like because i know that there's some people around here that can like find us stuff you know what i'm saying like and we can sit and we can like party for a little bit if you want and then i'll like paint she looks from you to carol and 
gets real nervous and starts to kind of stammer out like I thought that um rubs at her neck. It's like I that she could Carol's like oh uh, sorry and she puts her phone away. And she comes up behind you and she goes to hold on like your forearm to pull out your hand. Well, I don't want to scare the girl, so I just kind of like turn my body away from her. Like Carol, like it's she's, it'll scare her. I can assure you that it'll be fine. And Carol rubs at the the little veins on the the wrist. Well, you see, this is what she wants. Um, is that a good idea? Because like I don't want to turn her into like a kindred. It's fine. After all, you've had my blood. Okay. Well, I never did this before, so just do I just cut myself. Just and, and it's my arm. Like just, just a scratch. Like bleh. yeah, just a just a little scratch. You could use your fangs if you want. You could use something sharp around here to do it. It doesn't matter. It's not like we'll pick up tetanus or anything. But then just will the blood. So I do. I take out both of my hands from my hoodie pocket, turn back around slowly to Summer so that she can see them. Mm-hmm. And then I just take that long, scary claw I have and scratch against my opposite wrist. You can see her flinch, but it's not a flinch in her or something. When you make that scratch and the blood starts to ooze, it's like a flinch forward, like she's she wants to jump for it. Something that maybe a week ago, you were in the same position. Yeah, but oh my god, that feels like forever ago. For real. So yeah, I'm more surprised. That she wasn't like scared shitless by my scary hands. So I just hold my arm out and walk, you know, close to her. And as soon as it's clear that it's an open offer, she closes the two, three steps, whatever it is, and just is on your wrist and is just drinking your blood. She drinks and she drinks. How long do you want to let her drink your blood? I mean, not very long because I don't know how long it takes for her to like turn. So I don't like long enough that it kind of, I feel like I'm looking at like Carol for, I don't know, some kind of like help. Like how long do, is this okay? Like I, she knows I don't want to turn her. Like it feels great. It feels almost as good as when you are feeding on Jimmy or when you are feeding on that guy in the bathroom or any of the other times, like at the party. But it goes on for a minute or two and Carol finishes on her phone and looks at you and she's still drinking and she's, she looks, do you have a look of confusion or distress on your face at the situation? If it feels good, there's no distress. But, like, a little, definitely, confusion and, like, maybe that look of, like, 
your help like you're teaching me like now what she'll look to summer and she'll look to you and she'll say when you feel that she has earned enough of a reward then you can you can stop her so then i just kind of let it go for another little bit and you let it go because after all you're both enjoying this a lot and you remember what it was like to to drink blood off of Mr. Kelly, which was literally a lifetime ago. But that force inside you, that sleeping force that was so quiet earlier, starts to make itself known. You can feel it in your in your chest, deep in your ribcage. Getting a little hungry. Yeah, so then it's probably time to stop. How do you go about stopping her? Well, like before, like the very, I remember he just kind of like tried to pull his arm away. So I'm just going to like try and take my arm back. And as you pull, you can feel the resistance of her trying to to keep it there. I did the same thing. Oh my God. That was so cute. Um, No more summer. And I pull a little harder. With a little more effort than just like a casual pulling away, you are easily able to break her little grip here. And she has your blood, your vitae, all over her chin and running down her neck a little bit. And she's just like closed eyes, head tilted upward, just a little look of bliss. And she stumbles a minute before not collapsing, but finding her way down to the ground. And just lays there. Well, I wouldn't let her fall. I would definitely help her to the ground. And then once she gets someplace a little more comfortable, I am going to like lick her whole face back up and lick my arm sealed. Takes you a moment to to bathe her, and she just has a very contented smile on her face. She's so cute. She needs, like, a pillow and a blanket. So I go into my little back area and grab her just, like, a little pillow and a little blanket and wrap her up. But she's so sweet. She's, like, doing me a big favor right now. Carol has a very amused smile on her face when you come out with a blanket and a pillow and are propping her up. I like her. Thank you. She gonna like then stay like she has to stay around here because Art said not to leave them all. So my little ankle monitor has to leave. This has to stay, right? She can stay. She will stay here for a little while. I will give you some money to get her some food and take care of her and she- make sure she has all of her needs met. Yeah, I got it. Like, um, <laughs> I feel like I'm basically asking for like a list, like, like. What do you do for your pets? Like, oh my god. That's rude. I shouldn't say that. Well, she is not your pet. She is mine. I'm just letting her stay here for a little while to help you out as a favor. I appreciate that so much. Like, is there anything that I can do? Like, clearly, I can't offer you, like, a good seat because this place sucks. But, like, I promise I'll have it cleaned up for the next time you visit. Like, I swear. I'm sure we can work something out. It's been a busy night. You have a lot to do, and you and Summer need to get to know each other. 
I mean, like, she's sleeping. She'll probably be out for a little bit. Do you want to go out? Oh, my God. We should totally go out. Like, they made me leave the party early just when I was having fun at Elysium. And, like, I haven't had a night out with friends in, like, so long. Let's go out. She thinks for a moment. And uh, I don't think that that is a good idea for you. And she points at your hands. Not tonight, anyway. Oh, yeah, I totally forgot. I was just, like... Caught up in the moment, I understand. So even though, like, I'm free from the mall, I'm still stuck. <laughs> That's okay, though. I really appreciate everything you've done for me. It's like, I'm going to paint you something really nice. I look forward to seeing it. As you're sitting there and you're having this little conversation, you're going to hear Jimmy's voice somewhat loudly call out from out in the mall saying, hey, have you seen Carol? Ew. Um, I think your friend Jimmy's back, Carol. Yeah, I think I just heard him too. Okay. All right. Cool. You would tell me, though, right? Like, if you know, you would definitely tell me. How he makes his money or how, what pictures of you showed up? Yeah, if he was selling pictures of me, Ovs. I can promise that if that were to happen, that you would find out. Uh, Let me look at the book real quick. Do you want to roll your intelligence plus resolve plus one? Oh, I forgot you're on your hunger because you murdered that guy. Jimmy left me no choice. <laughs> Honestly. As she is saying this to you, the the fact that you would find out that you would find out about these pictures that were being sold. There is that sensation you had earlier where hear her voice say you could always take the pictures yourself and sell them under his accounts you feel something rise up inside you that same kind of something that you felt when you got really angry and were fighting Jimmy it's a little slower to come to the forefront of your mind in this moment than what it was earlier would you like to spend a point of willpower to shut that shit down yeah, I don't want to fight with Carol. I like her. What do you I'm sorry, what do you mean by fight with Carol? Well, like the with Jimmy, like I feel like I'm turning into a monster again. Like I want to eat her? No, okay, so let me let me roll that back. Um she is trying to implant a post-hypnotic suggestion into your mind that if you want to get back at art, you could sell pictures of yourself through his accounts. Right? basically breaking the masquerade under his name as it was one of these little fears like oh god is he taking pictures of me getting changed um she is trying to implant that idea into your mind to to do that if you know you get in that situation the the rising of your beast and the supernatural aspects of your being is fighting against that post-hypnotic suggestion 
coming into your brain. And you have the, since you failed the roll, like she rolled five and you rolled three, you have the option of spending a point of willpower to just, no, not happening. Yeah, no, not happening. I had suspected as much. This Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle is a non-official, fan-created work by the Without a Net podcast. Portions of the materials used in this actual play are the copyrights and trademarks of Paradox Interactive AB and are used with their permission. All rights are reserved. For any further information in those regards, or maybe upcoming releases, eh? You can find them at worldofdarkness.com.